I'm Luka Doncic and this is Locked On Mavericks Podcast. This is gonna be huge. 360 in the contract. Never that. I just take the contact. I bring it back. I'm running on the fast break behind the back. Yeah, this that, this that, this that. Jerk with the mask. And welcome. You are locked on to the Dallas Mavericks. My name is Nick Angstead. I am the host of this podcast. And joining me, as always, my co-host, contributor at Mavs.com. Sending out the love. What you got for me, Isaac Harris? All right. I have something. I'm not going to lead with any of your stuff. <laughs> okay. We'll just... Um, I have something concerning. Oh, no. Wait. <laughs> Doing the concerning... With Lucas- with Luca's Instagram, are you gonna Luca do? The, are posted. you gonna do the the why does he send Instagram videos and drive at the same time? Because I think I get that tweet once a week. We do, yes, yes. DMs, tweets, about every that. mailbag, every mailbag is like. Can Luca you find a way posted to... something on his story? Oh no, with his buddy, uh, Luca. How do you pronounce the other guy's his best friend's like last name? Modric, right? No. Oh. I'm gonna butcher this so Slovenian Vance, you can slaughter me on this. The Rupnik? The Slovenian slaughter is a really good nickname for Luca. I'm down for that. The Slovenian slaughter. Anyway, he it. posted a picture of this guy in front of a monitor. They had played NBA two K and he says maybe next time Luca and the dude's last name. And they obviously just got him playing NBA two K. Was he playing? With, he was playing with the Heat, wasn't he? It's insinuating that he obviously beat his friend, and the team that Luca used on 2K was the Lakers. <laughs> he beat him 54 to 51. His buddy used the Jazz. Should we be concerned at all that Luca is using the Lakers on 2K? We know this. We know that he loves LeBron. No, we don't. LeBron is, is his hard. guy. No, stop. We know that he loves... Play with yourself, Luca. Play with yourself. <laughs> on 2K. <laughs> <laughs> on 2K. Oh, man. How professional are we? All right. On the podcast today, <laughs> we, we were going to answer the you rest You didn't answer of- my question. Does we're, this matter? Hold on. I'm getting to it. We're going to answer the rest of your questions from the mailbag from yesterday, the fourth quarter blowout theater, the Slovenian slaughter <laughs> mailbag is what we're going to call it, I guess. So we're going to get to all your questions today. Um, Isaac, I think that we shouldn't be concerned. We know that, that he just loves LeBron. He's been his idol for a long time. We knew this as soon as – remember the first game that he played against LeBron and he seemed all nervous and he went and talked to him afterwards and some people were upset. This is a thing that we know. Just because he plays with them on 2K doesn't mean that he's going to go to the Lakers in free agency in five years. I just, I'm getting super protective now. Of what? He's, he's playing 2K. You're overreacting. I know. It worried me. You're just so concerned about the looming Lakers. And? (laughs) (laughs) I just don't like the Lakers. I mean, is this the worst team he could have played with? I mean, I guess the Heat. The Heat. With Dwayne Wade. Like, like if he he was, like, played with a throwback team, like the 06 Heat. Right? (laughs) That would be worse. 06 Heat on there, and he has, like, 40 (laughs) with Wade. And you're like, what are you doing? (laughs) It's 35 free throws. <laughs> I don't think you should be so worried about that. I don't think it's a big deal. 
All right, I hope not, but well, yes, no big deal. I would love to see him play with the Mavericks or like I don't know the Magic. I don't care. You know, if it's the Magic, I'm not worried. You're not going to go to the Magic. We don't so. have fun playing with the Magic on 2K. Come on. Do their fans have fun watching them? In their or- their new orange jerseys, probably. All right. I want to, before we get too far in, I want to mention, uh, so I made an announcement today on Twitter. I am, the free Dawkins opportunity for me is probably over. And nothing is changing with Lockdown Maps. Just want to make that very clear off the top. Um, the Free Dawkins opportunity, me making breakdown videos for them, working for them, was awesome. They've run into, as well as many other highlight channels on YouTube, I've run into some copyright issues with a company that licensed NBA footage to them. And so that is why Free Dawkins has been posting way less than normal and why he's posting on his videos that he's afraid that the channel is going to be terminated soon. So that also included me. And so here we are. So. Uh, I appreciate everybody that that reached out today on Twitter that said, you know, kind words and that retweeted my post, all that stuff. I really appreciate it. Uh, I'm not trying to pander for people to say nice things about me, but it does feel good uh, and appreciate that. So uh, I just wanted to thank everybody for for saying nice things and retweeting it because you never know who's going to find it and another opportunity to be out there. But for now, I am a free agent and looking for sure. 100% and we and I'll do this for you because but I mean we we have thousands of people listen to this podcast every single day and if you are in the sports media business I can't hype up Nick enough and I'm not gonna say or make his head bigger on this podcast (laughs) right now but he literally is one of the most talented people I've ever seen in media producing all of that stuff and it's just a matter of time and it's just a matter of what company is gonna make the right hire and find and use his talent so several people compared me to luca and compared media outlets to the kings <laughs> and uh i really appreciate that reference i felt like captain america i got the, i get that reference i get that That was quite funny <laughs> also yeah we I saw a tweet today that had your face and all of these different companies like it was your looming decision like a, a, a high school player about to pick their college yeah. and it was hilarious you put the stephen a smith show on there which i thought was hilarious imagine if i was stephen a smith's co-host on his own show that would be <laughs> <laughs> that would be the weirdest thing. <laughs> so that was great. I appreciate that. That was hilarious. The picture is from a long time ago, though. So I don't know where he dug that up. People keep digging up random photos of me, and it's starting to make me feel weird. It's because you allow everyone to be your friend on every form of social media. No, I stopped the Facebook thing. The Facebook thing got weird, so I had to I had to That's stop true. accepting friends. So sorry if you've requested me on Facebook. It's kind of a friends only thing. Sorry. All right, let's uh, let's get into these mailbag questions. But before we do, five star iTunes reviews. If you guys have said or have asked a question on the five star iTunes review, then we have answered most of them. We're getting to the, the last couple of them here. But we appreciate anybody that has. If you haven't yet submitted a review, put a question in it. We'll answer it on the podcast. This one comes from Powderhound, which I feel like is a what, euphemism that I don't understand. Hmm. Um, love the pod. It makes my boring job bearable, which we always appreciate. Um, you know, yeah, that we I, can, I we love can those help. shout outs. Yeah, we appreciate that we can help you guys in any way because I understand boring jobs. I may have to get one. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Question Are you sure Doncic is better than Simmons? He sent this on November 12th, it's now November 22nd, so 10 days later, and somehow it seems more ridiculous now than when he sent this question. Yeah, I mean, I've obviously... Or she. I guess Powderhound could be a she. 
Um, yes. Fiery Isaac used to get like mad about that when people would even question it, but I don't even like care. It's not even if you at this point, if you're saying Ben Simmons or Trey Young is better than Luca, then you're just not watching or keeping up with the league enough. And that's it's just and I don't I don't like to use that line very often because I hate when people use it. You're just not watching basketball, blah, blah, blah. But there's certain things. There's certain arguments out there that are so wide in margin like there's just no there's no way possible that yeah there's just not a way to defend that and right now there's only a select few people that you're comparing Luka Doncic to and it's not one of those guys those guys are great players in their own right but they're top 30 top 40 players we're talking about Luka being a top 10 top 5 player in the league right now we're talking him being on the level of James Harden and Giannis and LeBron and MVP uh, level right now that's not those guys at all let alone Ben Simmons who hits his first three-pointer the other night and you would think it was an NCAA championship (laughs) so it's just it's not even a discussion at all anymore so it's just a complete joke and yeah I mean you brought up the NCAA championship thing just to add insult to injury that his team didn't make the uh, tournament, right? You did that on purpose? Let's say you did yeah, Let's say you well, did I mean, that on purpose. Yeah, I mean, but we all know if Luca played in NCAA, he'd average 10 points and three assists. So. Oh, that's such a basic player. <laughs> such a basic player. Shout out to Rashad Phillips in your scouting, bro. Oh, uh, nobody has the eye like you, bud. All right. Yeah. So the Ben Simmons debate, you know, defense, people always say, well, defensively, he's, he's elite. Yes, that's true. The game is still about scoring points. <laughs> and Luka Doncic scores points way better than Ben Simmons does. And I think he creates points way, way better than Ben Simmons does because the shooting matters in more areas than just scoring the ball. The shooting matters for spacing. The shooting matters for getting passing angles off. He's, you know, averaging more assists, I think, for a reason. And I think that there's just way more upside in basketball for a player of Luka's type than a player like Ben Simmons is type. What would Philly look like if you swapped Ben and him? Luca and oh my gosh, Luca and Embiid would be an incredible pick and roll with Tobias combo. and you know Josh Richardson on the wings, and you know it's not a discredit to Mavs and stuff, but I mean it, you're pretty safe to say that's a better supporting cast. So yeah, true. Um, so I mean, yeah, I mean, how much better would I think everybody? around the league would agree Philly would be better if you swap Luca onto that team. So especially since they go. have defenders. It's not like you're putting him in a situation where he's, you know, going to be completely exposed as a bad defender. If Al Horford and Joel Embiid behind him, Josh Richardson to to his left, I mean that he can take any too, yeah. any lead guard. It's, you know, he's he's going to be covered up. You can bring in Tybal too to take some responsibilities. There's just a lot of options there. So all right. Coming up, let's get back into your questions. We're going to go random, just just completely random on these questions because there's so many that you guys sent in, and we're going to try to get through a bunch of them today. So coming up, we'll get into your Locked on Mavs mailbag questions. All right, Isaac, did you know that Audible has the world's largest selection of audiobooks and audio entertainment? You can start listening with a 30-day Audible trial. Choose one audiobook, two Audible originals, absolutely free. Visit audible.com slash NBA. And if you're listening on the go, you can visit, and you can't visit Audible right now, you can go and find this offer on Lockdown and other Lockdown sponsors at LockdownPodcast.com slash offers. It's a link in the description of this podcast, so go there. You basically get a free audiobook. I don't know why you wouldn't do this. Go there, start your 30-day Audible trial, and click the link in the description. 
All right, Isaac, again. So let's get into some of these mailbag questions. We're just going to go right off the top. Mavstradamus says, are we ready to put Luka in the top five now? And I have, a, I, have a, I have a thing about this, and this is something I've been thinking about a lot. We're having so much fun with Luka and how well he's playing right now. And the Mavericks are winning. They're 9-5. and five. It's awesome to see Luka you know, playing so well and getting these triple doubles and 40-point triple doubles, 35-point triple doubles. There are peaks and valleys in an NBA season for every player. I mean, James Harden has his you know 40-point streaks, and then he has his games the other, like the other night where he scores 20-something points or he scores 16-something points. It's, there's going to be peaks and valleys. So we're having a lot of fun right now, but let's not go too far too fast on some of this Luka stuff because it can completely come crashing down. The Mavs are going to have a really tough stretch coming up where they play, um, I think, the Rockets, the Lakers, the Clippers, and then the, and the Suns, somewhere in there. It's, that's not the right order. but And three of those are, are away. That's going to be a really tough stretch. If the Mavs come out of that stretch and all of a sudden they're – you know, let's say if they win against the Cavs, they're ten and um, you know, ten and well, they're ten and five if they win against the Cavs. But then after that four game stretch, let's say they lose to all three of those hard opponents, and maybe they beat the Suns, or maybe they get you know catch one of those other games. All of a sudden, they're, they're ten and um, they're eleven and eight, and that's not looking that doesn't look as good. And people would be upset if they lose all four of those. They're they're ten and nine, and you're right back to you know one game above five hundred. So this can this can go down really quickly. So let's try to. Let's do the David Fisdale thing. We're even. We're just going to be even. Oh that was the most ridiculous. <laughs> Against the Mavs, David Fisdale, the coach of the Knicks, when the entire arena was just pumped up and, ch- and cheering and yelling at Chris Porzingis the entire game, and Dennis Smith Jr. and Mitchell Robinson were getting hyped, and Marcus Morris was getting hyped, and all those guys just feed off that energy. They go into the huddle, and David Fisdale goes, we're just going to be even. We gotta be even, which I get is un- I get what he's trying to say. You don't want to get yeah. too high or too low because as soon as you miss a shot, if you're going, you're, you're riding the peaks and valleys, then all of a sudden you're just you're going to be in a slump. And so I think that applies to this fandom as well to not freak out when things go completely haywire if they do, and in this case to not completely go through the moon like Luca is the best player in, on the planet when he's playing like it right now. Yeah. Well. Th- the only thing I'll push back on that is saying I think he can still play at a top five level and they still lose games. And I think we could have – I think uh, there's not a – I mean, the, the Clippers game I'm really looking forward to because they're going to have every – I mean, that's the best defensive five that – I just watched them you know, last night against Boston. And I'm, I still – when I watch them, in my opinion, that's the best starting five in a playoff series. That's the be- they have, or best they, have a, clo- they have a new death lineup. Yeah, the best closing five in a playoff season. It's just incredible. I mean, and so when you put that lineup against Luca, I mean, oh my gosh, from Pat Beverly just being annoying, if he's switched off on Luca, we're not even talking about Kawhi or Paul George. I mean, either one of those guys guarding Luca, I mean, it's just, it's just unfair at that point. So, but there's not a, there's not, Hardly any team in the league that we that at this point and the level that Luca's playing at that you're going into it saying Luca can't do what he's been doing. So I'm I'm confident that Luca's going to continue putting up his numbers. It's just can Dallas pull out wins against some really good teams? That's what you know. That's what we got to see next week. I mean, they got Houston, yeah, on Sunday. So that that'll be a, a fun matchup. But. I, I still think Luca can is going to walk in Houston and put up twenty seven to thirty points at least. 
Yeah. For me to say top five, I need a little bit more longevity. That top five is such rarefied air right now, and it's guys that have been doing it for at least a full season, right? And we saw Luca last season, and from season to season, there's been a big jump, but I need to see that jump a little bit longer for me to say top five. And, you know, obviously some playoff stuff. It seems like when everyone talks about where does Luca rank, they say, well, it would be great to see him in a playoff game. I think he's going to do well in the playoffs if the Mavericks do make the playoffs, but it would be nice yeah, to see yeah, him yeah. in that opportunity, in that space. Yeah, because, I mean, Giannis and Giannis, LeBron, however we want to go down through, you know, the best players in the league. Harden. And, uh, Harden and AD. Kawhi. And, Kawhi, you know, right now those five. I think the one out of there that I would that I would maybe question, or not really question, but I I would say that he's the closest to would be would be James Harden in my opinion. Yeah. Um. But yeah, James Harden, Anthony Davis. I I still put Giannis, Kawhi, LeBron on a kind of a different pedestal of the other ones, especially Kawhi and LeBron. They just they got to, so much stuff underneath their belt and levels that they can reach on the highest of stage for uh, Lucas just hasn't been there yet. So and we uh, I, we, stuff we do still have to count Durant too, even though he's out this season. If we're talking about top five in the NBA, Durant is still there. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he would be in that top. That would make it a top four, in my opinion. Yeah. Is Luka the best 20-year-old player ever? I think he is, in my opinion, even better than my guy LeBron. I don't know how you can have your guy LeBron, but love listening to y'all, um, even though I'm a LeBron fan. <laughs> Thanks to this guy. Well, it's better than the guy the other day who tweeted at me and <laughs> asked us first, asked, like, can you explain this? Asked something for me to tweet back. <laughs> And then at the end, and put dot dot dot. Ravens suck. I'm like, what are you doing, bro? He's like, just not a fan he, of the bird. He probably had a bad experience as a child. Maybe one pecked out his left eye. He has to wear an eye patch now, and he just hates the okay. Raven bird. He just hates the bird. Ravens. He hates okay, the bird. Whatever. If he said Lamar Jackson sucks, then you know. <laughs> okay. If, if he just, just said gonna... if he just said Lamar sucks, maybe he hates those billboards on the side of the road, right? The Lamar billboards. You seen those? <laughs> no. Um. Yeah, I don't. I'm not. I don't even know if I can answer that question. The best twenty year old ever. I'd have to look at some past stuff. But I mean, the LeBron stuff. We've mentioned. We mentioned this on Luca the the preview pod for Luca. Uh, was the player profile we did of Luca heading into the season? We threw out there and we compared the numbers and we said, hey, it's not unrealistic for him to make a LeBron James type of second year jump yeah. in the league. Mm-hmm. And we, I, th- I threw that that out there on the Hardwood Knox podcast with Andy Bailey and them and Dan Vavell. And, and I know I said this the other day, but like the most improved player in the world right now, it's Lucas, right? Right now? Or Siakam. Siakam's playing. I mean, and he came from a lower place, right? Like he went from. <sighs> I don't know. You should go look Siakam at my. Was, you should go watch my video on Pascal but, Siakam but on Siakam my YouTube channel. But Siakam still won a. He still won a title last year. We've still seen him play. Yeah, I mean, he won the award last year. He was. I'm not saying he hasn't made a jump, but going back to the narratives and stuff, Luca didn't even make the playoffs. The win total from last year. He still put up good numbers, yeah. but now from that to. MVP conversation, it fits the whole narrative of most approved player. Yeah. That's why I picked him before the season. That's why I think he's the runaway right now with it. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm with you. But And no one's won back-to-back, or no one's ever won two most improved player awards ever, and Siakam would be the first one to do it. But he went from 16 points a game last year 
to like 26 right now. I mean, he took a ten, another 10-point 10 leap. He took a 10-point leap from 2018 to 2019, and now going into 2020, he took another 10-point leap. And the Raptors have been you know holding on with Kawhi left. Like, there's a narrative there to be made as well. But, but yeah, I, I'm not yeah. going to discredit Luca's credentials. <laughs> yeah, no, I was yeah. – um, but best 20-year-old player ever, Magic Johnson got to play with Kareem right out of the gate, and so it's kind of unfair. But when Kareem went down with that injury in the 1980 finals, uh, Magic Johnson stepped up. He started at center, and he went and won them a couple games, and they won the finals. So, that I mean, that's a pretty high level for a 20-year-old player. He got to play with Kareem, which was pretty lucky for him, but that's that's a pretty high level. Let's wait for an entire year to go by before we declare Luka. Yeah, yeah. I would need to do more research if and, and, it, and with stats too. This is this is another thing I've been thinking about. Counting stats are inflated right now. The the pace is higher. I mean, back in the back in the nineties or in the mid two thousands, pace was at like ninety possessions per forty eight minutes. Now it's back up to like a hundred possessions per forty eight. So you're getting ten more possessions, you know, for, for per game. And then individual star players usage percentage for individual players is way way up. Uh, I've done this a couple times. Let's see if I can find it. But usage percentage for um, individual players. Yeah, here it is. So right now, there's 18 players with a 30 per, uh, plus. Hold on. There's 18 players right now with 30% usage rate or higher. Uh, last year, there was 15. There was 15 the year before that. You go back to like 1993, there was two players that had a usage percentage of 30% or higher. So we're just seeing individual players control the ball more than we have ever before. And so that's one of the reasons why counting stats are so jacked up and so high right now for a lot of players, especially Luka. I mean, he just controls the ball on every single play. Back in 1993, Luka would be on the wing and there'd be a point guard that would just be dribble, 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 let me pass and let me, you know, do this stuff. But basketball has evolved to the point where we were like, let's just bypass the weird point guard guy that doesn't score and just passes and let's give it to the guy immediately that does score. <laughs> so they decided to do that. Yep. And guys are skilled enough now that they are essentially point guards. I mean, Luca's a six seven point guard. That's what he is. But we don't know what going back to the point I always like to make of we don't know what those guys would look like in today's game either. Exactly. We don't and their skill and stuff that they one of my biggest pet peeves of everything when people compare stuff like, oh, they didn't shoot threes back in. Doesn't mean they couldn't. Like if you put them in today's game, you can't take it away from these guys and say that okay they couldn't shoot threes back then. No, they just didn't shoot threes. It wasn't part of the game. Doesn't mean they 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 couldn't. You put some of these guys in today's game, they could be lights out three point shooters. So anyway, this is just yeah. All you're different. you're probably adding you know five points a game. Harden takes twelve threes. Maybe he makes four of them. Maybe he makes three. But that's still you know a couple extra points than if he was taking all twos. I mean, it's, yeah, it's just math, right? It's it's Daryl Morey math. <laughs> So, we're on like one question. I know we're we're really good at this. All right, coming up. Um, ooh, someone asked: Are the Mavs a top four seed in the West next season? This is an interesting question. Trying to look forward past this season into next. So coming up, we'll get into that question. But before we do, Isaac, mybookie.ag has an incredible offer for you right now. Um, during Thanksgiving, they're doing an incredible bet right now during Thanksgiving week where you can bet on the Bears-Lions game. And if you, you can bet up to $250. If you win, 
You get to keep the money you win. If you lose, you get your $250 back. And that's not, Isaac, do you know that's not how normal betting works? Usually if you bet the money and really? you lose, you don't get the money back. This time, you get the money back at mybookie.ag. So go to mybookie.ag. The promo code is locked on. And get your deposit in there. Uh, and your your deposit will be is guaranteed to match. It's a risk-free bet for Thanksgiving only. So if you're a true football fan, you do not want to let this opportunity pass you by. You simply cannot lose on this bet. There's just no way you can lose on it. Uh, it's it's free money or it's your money back, so you just get it back. So make sure you do your part, support your team, hop on the gravy train, and get into the action with MyBookie. MyBookie.com slash A... Or MyBookie.com. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> I'm really good at this. MyBookie.ag. Make your first deposit with promo code locked on. MyBookie will match your deposit dollar for dollar to jumpstart your bankroll, and that's on top of the risk-free bet. So go to MyBookie.ag, promo code locked on. On. All right, Isaac. Let's get into this question. Are the Mavs a top four seed in the West next season? This is a lot of speculation, a lot of stuff, research and stuff that we haven't done yet. My guess is the Porzingis thing gets better, right? From year to year. He gets an entire offseason. Hopefully he stays injury free the entire year. We get a full year with Luca and, and Porzingis. And that's still what the focus of this season should be about. That's what I said all offseason. This season should be focused on Luca and Porzingis trying to figure out how to play together. Yeah, I mean, I, I think it's a yes. For, I mean, right now, I mean, you look at them right now, they're fifth in the in the West right now um, before they even play. Or Are they fifth? Somewhere through there. Um just right now, and this is first season Luke and KP's together, but also looking at some of the other teams. I mean, you have the young duo that Dallas has. This this roster, for the most part, will probably still be intact. I mean, they're, they can't, they're under contract for the most part, unless they make a trade that, you know, sometime this year. But you look at some of the other teams. I mean, LeBron's going to be another year older, however, you, you, whenever he's going to decline, if that ever happens. But you're 18 at that point. Houston, I mean, the Harden, Russell Westbrook stuff. Whatever you feel about that, I think Denver's. Uh, I would put Denver up there as a lock because it's just they have such a young core. They're kind of like a, a Dallas type. Uh, so, and then you have the Clippers. So, I think as a lock next, if you have to say right now, uh, I mean, you expect the Clippers and Denver to be up there for sure. Houston and LA is a little bit of wild card in case LeBron does decline a little bit or he sets out more next year. You have to put Dallas up there. I mean. Right now, with where they're at and how they're playing, I think you have to say, if you're projecting the top four seeds next season, you have to put Dallas in the, in the top four. Yeah, and the young teams with young stars are not going to advance as much as the Mavericks can right now. Um, Minnesota, with their young stars, I just don't, they don't have a lot of flexibility to make moves. Star, plural, I mean, star, singular. You just put Andrew Wiggins in the All-Star game, like, Two days ago, after ten games, there are ten day all stars. I'm not. I'm not ready to call him a star forever. <laughs> Put him in the all star game. <laughs> Memphis with their guys. New Orleans when when Zion comes back, you know they're probably not going to be to that level. San Antonio and Portland, they have some some younger guy. Portland doesn't, but San Antonio has some younger guys, and they're probably not. Portland gonna- has a. I will just say this: Portland has a move to make to bring in a third star to where it could propel them. Right back up the standing. They already yeah, have him. Honestly, if they if they package some of their pieces together and went out and got, I don't know, Kevin Love, a healthy Blake Griffin, which Mavs fans are infatuated with that right now. Yeah, but sure. 
Um, we won't even talk about it. But if they went out and find found a third All Star type of player, then that that would propel them back up. And speaking of having a move to make, we just talked about it yesterday. The Golden State Warriors have a move that they can make. They're going to get an incredible first round pick, most likely, and they're going to be able to pair that with D'Angelo Russell and go out there and make a move. So, yeah, that's I mean, a- if they're fully healthy coming into next season with their roster. I mean, yeah, they're a top four seed in the West. I mean, that's not even a discussion. Well, we, we've seen the depth of their roster right now. They'd have to make a couple more depth moves. They're, they're only getting eh. three guys and then whatever D'Angelo Russell and the pick can get them. So, yeah. You need more than three guys to get, or four guys to get there. But, okay. Let's rapid fire some of these questions. All right. Could the Texas Legends beat the Warriors? <laughs> No, the Texas Legends aren't even the best team in the G League right now. That's my answer. To that That's question. fun, though. Will the, I like that question. Will the Ravens make the Super Bowl? Oh, my gosh. Rapid yes. fire. It's, Lam- it's, it's Lamar's year. Let's go. <laughs> it's Lamar's year. I, hey, I'm they for it. beat Brady. He's fun, to, he's fun to watch. Who has a better career, Luka or Dirk? Come on. Better career? Yeah. Who, when it's who all has, said and done. Yeah, who will have a better career? I'm not going to answer that. Luca, it'll be it'll be tough as far as you know accolades go. It's, it's going to be hard for them to win a title, but he's got a long what he's got a long road ahead of him to get there. So it depends on how you judge better career too, because if he doesn't stay his whole career with Dallas, if he doesn't play the same amount of seasons or career list, but yet he wins like three titles, you know what's your yeah what's your judge of odds career? are he's not going to play as many years as Dirk. No, probably not. No one's ever done it. He'll probably, he'll probably be in. He'll probably probably be back in the Euro League by year like sixteen or something. <laughs> so that's our question. Will Brokoff shoot a hundred percent from three for the entire season? No, because he's going to play. There's going to be some other fourth quarters in the future that he's going to be playing the whole quarter, and he's going to miss a few. Yeah. Should the Mavs continue to put Dorian Finney-Smith in the starting lineup? I'm going to answer this, and this is. <laughs> super easy yes we we have been for dorian finney smith in a starting lineup if his shot and if his offensive ability from what we've seen over the last couple of games in the last week or so if it stays where it is then yeah he should be the starter and all all he has to do is get that three-point percentage up he's he has the the pump and drive down and guys are starting to fall for it and that's what makes it that's what makes an offense like that dangerous he doesn't just have to hit 35 36 percent from three as long as guys are respecting it and they are right now yes yes he should start who is your favorite what is your favorite fourth quarter moment from our bench players tonight tonight i guess that was the the fourth quarter blowout uh it has to be the jj thing right like there's just no yeah 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 jj thing i like the boban post up uh, the one hand post up. I mean, yeah, I love Boban minutes. So anything Boban does, I'm here for. Yeah, Luca and Boban. Anytime they interact too, it seems that seems to be fun. They're best buddies. We get this question every single mailbag. If Nick and Isaac played basketball one on one, who would win? We have no idea. Neither of us are that good. <laughs> Neither of us are that in shape right now. <laughs> exactly. So it would just be very terrible to watch. Probably we admit that. <laughs> Do you guys think these new jerseys may start a uh, real rebranding, and do you think that's coming soon? I can't answer that. The new jerseys have nothing to uh, do with a rebrand, by the way. 
everyone is getting these new jerseys. It's not like the Mavericks themselves are just coming out like, hey, let's make new jerseys. Nike is, they make the the icon, the statement, the association, and the city jerseys for every team. So every team is doing this. It's not like the Mavericks are just like, hey, we want to refresh our stuff and let's come out with some new things. But there is a, yeah, there there is a choice that, you know, if a team wants to say, hey, we want to go a different direction with our brand and logos or um, stuff like that, then they for sure can. The jersey stuff, that's coming every year. But, uh, yeah, I would, on the near horizon, look out for some things. Don't Don't get people's hopes up. I'm not. Obviously, nothing can happen this year, but, yeah. <laughs> If the Mavs win 50 games this season, could Doncic win MVP? How many games do you think he'd have to win to win MVP? Let's say his numbers stay the 50. same. At least 50. Because yeah. Russell Westbrook is at 45 or 47 or something 47. like that. 47. Yeah. Yeah, 47. I think it would have to be more uh, than Russell Westbrook won. Yeah, I think it has to be 50, and I think you he, he have to be a top four team in the West. He does. Yeah. That's just my opinion. I think I agree with you. Where would you guys? I, that's my opinion, but I'm just being honest. If he has these numbers and they're six in the West, you know who's going to be leading this campaign, all right? We're going to be every single day cranking out podcasts of trying to convince everyone in the world that he's the MVP. <laughs> so, well, I I named um, the locked on Twitter Luka Doncic MVP official campaign pod. That's what I already named it like two days ago. Oh, I love this. <laughs> We're already leaning into it. We might as well. Uh, has Bo- we need to do a pod soon of why Luka Doncic is the MVP of the league. It's just too early. We'll it's argue. just too early right now. We'll argue it. It's just too early. Has Boban hit? A th- has Boban shot a three yet? No. The answer is no. He has not. And I, this looks like the board bet that's not gonna, not gonna have legs. I don't see everything that. with Boban. He's just playing a lot less than I thought. I think we'll update the board bets halfway through the season or a third through the season or something like that. So we'll do that. We'll do that on a different day. Okay. This is from Pedro. Maxi is shooting 57% from the left corner, 40% from the right corner. I'm assuming from three, 28% from above the break threes. How do we get him to camp in the left corner all game? <laughs> well, if he's shooting 40% in the other corner, I'm okay with either corner, right? Yeah. I mean, you just put these guys in the corner you saw, I mean, the Clippers game last night. They just put Beverly in one corner, another guy in the other corner. It's just the classic, hey, you're just going to put four four out, five out basically, and just put the ball in Luka's hands, and he's going to find the guy. So, obviously, you want Maxie in the corner instead of on the wing. This question from Dylan. Ben Simmons hit a three tonight. Should the Mavs trade Luka for him right now? <laughs> <laughs> that's That's timely. Also, he said on a serious note, who do you think, and we'll end with this, who do you think are the biggest playoff pretenders at the moment? I love this question. So the playoff teams in the West right now, the Lakers number one, Denver's number two right now, Houston three, the Clippers four, Mavericks five, Utah six, Phoenix and Minnesota are seven and eight, and they are both one game above 500 currently. So I feel like it's one of those two teams, right? Phoenix or Minnesota? Yeah, I mean... Yeah, I mean- it really honestly looks like right now there's a separation of there's a top six teams in the West putting Dallas in that group with Utah, uh, both LA teams, Denver and Houston. Uh, so yeah, the obvious choice of this is Phoenix setting at seven and six that they're a pretender uh, in this case. And if you look at the East, um, you should put Phoenix I mean, yeah. as a pretender in, instead of Minnesota. 
If I had to pick one, you have to pick one. Yeah. Oh, Minnesota. Yeah. Interesting. I just don't like Minnesota's roster hardly at all. Yeah. And well, the, but the thing about Phoenix though is they have this DeAndre Ayton issue to figure out. When they're twenty five games into the season, he's going to come back. And yeah, they did. But I also they, think, yeah, I don't think they play well. I don't think they play better with him on the floor right now. I also think that if Ayton's back and Booker goes down, that a team led by like Rubio and DeAndre Ayton and some of the guys that they have that they could like Ubre, Mikel Bridges, that they could weather the storm compared to if Towns went out for Minnesota. They, I mean, that's just, it's done at that point. And the question is who's going to storm up and take their spot right now. I mean, Sacramento has been playing well recently after a really terrible start. And then after that, it's the, you know, the thunder, the Pelicans, the Grizzlies, Portland, San Antonio, those two teams could, you know, go on a run, but yeah, you just want, a lot of times you just wonder who wants to propel themselves up. Because at some point, it's a hole that's too you know too deep, and you just see teams throwing the towel. So that's where I'm super curious on San Antonio, Portland, how long this lasts, and how long before they really throw in the towel. When we did a bold predictions pod before the season started, and one of my biggest bold predictions was the Spurs will just blow it up, and they would trade one of their guys. And right now, they could be headed down that path. We will see if they decide to do that. All right, guys, we appreciate you listening to this mailbag. There's so many more questions. Maybe we'll hit some of these on a different off day because there's so many more questions. But Yeah, and and also, obviously tonight is a game against the uh, Cleveland Cavaliers oh, yeah, at home. It's the, it. <laughs> it's the last game of the homestand. Uh, they've already beat uh, Cleveland. They beat them early in the year by 20. is 131 to 111. Uh, that's a game where Kevin Love just went off at the beginning. Uh, so you know he's going to be a key part of that game plan. Tristan Thompson didn't play last game. I don't know if he'll play this game. But, yeah, home game. They should win this game. Uh, this is not a great Cleveland team, a Cleveland team that's 4-10 and 10 in the league right now. So if they pull this off, Dallas will be 10-5, and five, which is an incredible start for them and a, a good home win before they take on Houston on Sunday. Yeah, absolutely. Phoenix has or uh, Cleveland has lost five games in a row coming into this. Dang. Yikes. So that's tough for them. All right. Thank you guys for submitting questions to the mailbag. Appreciate all the kind words from everybody. And thanks so much for listening to Lockdown Maps. Peace out. Boom. Boom.